What is up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to another Review Point podcast coming to you from fanboysanonymous.com. I am your host, as always, Tony Mango, and my target to review for this edition is the latest in the Transformers franchise called Bumblebee. Not Transformers Bumblebee, not Transformers Rise of Bumblebee, or whatever stupid idea that they might have had pitching around there. It's just Bumblebee. And as simple as that is, that is as simple as this is going to go down. Review point is pretty simple. I'm just going to tell you guys what I thought about the movie because I just got done watching it. So everything's fresh in my mind. And I'll be breaking down the hits and the misses, the pros and the cons, the likes and the dislikes, whatever you want to call them. And giving you an overall general perspective of what I felt about the movie, what I, you know, kind of took away from it, all the other kind of things like that. So I'm going to start things off with a non-spoiler thing. So you will see on your screen right now where it just says Bumblebee. That is going to be the entire section that is spoiler-free. And then after that, we're going to get into the the spoiler section. So generally speaking, what did I feel about the movie? Uh, well, I guess it needs a little bit of backstory here. When I went to go see the first Transformers movie, my my background for Transformers was essentially I liked playing around with the toys as a kid, and I had watched the animated movie as a kid and it wasn't really something that I loved but it was something that I was a fan of like I I had a couple different toys I had a bumblebee toy was one of them and they were cool but they were never something like Batman or Spider-Man or Terminator or you know anything where I was like super super into it you know Power Rangers took you know a a thousand spots above Transformers in a lot of different ways uh, so when the first Transformers movie came out, I wasn't super, super thrilled about it, but I figured I would go see it and I went to see it and I was pleasantly surprised. And I was like, you know what? I actually really like this. This is a pretty damn good movie. I'm going to check out whatever sequels that they have. This would be great. And Revenge of the Fallen sucked. And then I thought, you know, maybe they'll learn from their lesson. Maybe it won't have as many stupid jokes about, like, the parents getting into the pot brownies and all this stuff. And Dark of the Moon came out. And in some ways it was better, but in most ways it was just the same. You had the stupid Ken Jeong section. You had the uh, vapid Rosie Huntington Whiteley, I think was her name in that. Uh, she, that actress, she wasn't really an actress. She was a model. So, uh, you know, that's the type of thing that uh, those movies are really getting dragged down with that. And then they kind of figured that they were going to be swapping things around and changing things up a little bit with the fourth movie, Age of Extinction. And I thought, hey, maybe now they're going to get back on track. And it didn't work out. Uh, That movie somehow sucked even more in a lot of different ways because they just, they doubled down on the things that were wrong and, you know, they had that whole section of the movie with uh, trying to justify the age range between the two different people instead of just, like, bumping the character up a year. You know, it was just awkward choices with this kind of franchise. The most recent one, I can't even fucking remember the name of it. The uh, the King Arthur thing, what was it called? The, the Last Night. That was just beyond stupid in so many different ways and i told myself i'm not going to go see these movies in theaters i'm not going to pay to see them it's just not going to get any money out of me and now bumblebee has like a 93 percent fresh on rotten tomatoes or something 
And I've heard a couple different people say that, you know, this is actually pretty good and all this other kind of stuff. So I figured, you know what? I have AMC A-list. This is not a plug for them, by the way. Uh, but you get three movies a free uh, free per week. And I've already spent my 20-something bucks for that for this month. So if I go see it, I'm really just wasting about two and a half hours and that's it. I'm not wasting any more money. So I figured, you know what? It's 1030 at night. I'm going to go see it right before Christmas. Sure, why not? And by the time I left this movie, I thought to myself, well, I just watched a shittier version of the first movie, and that was it. So I really did kind of just waste two and a half hours, because my big takeaway from this movie is that I had nothing to take away from this movie. And I'll kind of spoil my overall judgment of this film, but it's a miss. I really don't kind of understand why people are saying that this is so good, because it's just it's not good. It's just not awful. And that's not good. Uh, when the first movie has its problems, and it's not a perfect movie, it's not some Oscar film or something like that, but I can watch that first Transformers movie and feel like I'm getting a pretty complete movie that offers pretty much exactly what I was expecting to get. Not Maybe not necessarily what I was expecting to get in a Transformers film, but what I was expecting to get from what they were offering like they clearly they thought it was a good idea to have a kind of dorky main character and that they would tell the story of a young kid gets a car because that's going to make a big change in his life but the car turns out to be this alien and they become buddies and they're caught up in this war between cybertrons uh you know two warring factions and you know it's a way to get something going where you know you need a character that doesn't know exactly what's going on because a lot of people complain about these movies and they say like it should be just the transformers well if you just have a bunch of metal clashing over and over again you don't have a movie you have an action sequence after an action sequence and it's just those people don't kind of understand how movies work and that's why you get the people that think that gi joe should just be a bunch of you know military raids and stuff like that yeah, of course, you have the military involved in this one, like you do with pretty much everything else, but you don't get the same kind of things because this is taking place before that. So they throw out continuity in a lot of different ways, and it's just kind of, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I kind of feel like this movie was just the same as the other thing, but not as well executed. And if you're going to complain that these other movies sucked because they were the same kind of thing over and over again and just not really doing anything better, why aren't people complaining that this is the same as the first movie except not better? I don't quite understand that. Is it just because everybody's watched four shitty movies and this is the first one that isn't as bad, so they're just going, no, it's great because it was better than that? That's a weak excuse. So you're not going to hear positives like that when it comes to me. Yes, it is better than the previous couple movies, but that does not mean that it's a good movie. So this is a thumbs down. This is a miss of a movie as far as I'm concerned. But I'm going to break down exactly why that's the case when I start getting into more of the spoiler section. So from now on, when I'm speaking, Everything is potentially going to be a spoiler. So if you've not seen the movie yet, you don't want to know what happens, bookmark this, go watch the movie, come back and check it out a little bit later. But maybe you don't necessarily care about spoilers, so then by all means, continue listening 
And, you know, I just wanted to give out that warning. So some of this, of course, isn't going to be spoilers because I, I don't need to go through the whole movie because you know what's going to happen in this movie. You know that the movie is essentially going to be girl gets the car, she meets the alien, they become buddies, and then the war comes to them, and then they save the day. That's how everything works with this kind of thing. So yeah, I'm not really spoiling anything by saying that Bumblebee doesn't die because this is 1987, and if he were to die, then he wasn't going to be able to go through and do all the events of the other films. Uh, but here's my uh, my biggest takeaway when it comes to just like starting the uh, just complain about something. Uh, I had mentioned before, it sounds like it's the same exact movie as what had been before. And I feel like they did this whole thing before where they had said that they they were doing like this big writer's room with like a bunch of different people that were working on the movie and that they had churned out a bunch of different ideas. Did somebody come into the room and say, how about we do the same thing as Transformers 1, but I just got done watching Stranger Things, so wouldn't it be cool to tap into that 80s market because Transformers was an 80s type thing? And then somebody else said, yeah, but if we do that, then it's just the same movie in the 80s. And then they go, oh, no, 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 this time it's it's so different. This time it's got a girl instead of a boy. And then another person said, yeah, you kind of need a little bit something more than that. And then they go, well, I don't fucking know. How about her dad's dead? And they're like, all right, good enough. That's how it feels like this movie was made. They just copied and pasted, and it's stupid because you can you can track down damn near everything and just say, yeah, that was in the first movie. Yeah, that was in the first movie. Yeah, that was in the first movie. For instance, the Hoover Dam. You've got the section of the movie where they pull up to a cliff, like a jagged Californian cliff, and it's that perfect time of the day where you can get the perfect sunlight and all that other kind of stuff. You've got the Bumblebee playing the radio and playing some kind of a song that is embarrassing the teenage main character. You've got the awkward budding romance between a good-looking girl and an awkward nerdy boy. Of course, the good-looking girl is the main character on this, and she's not supposed to be good-looking, even though clearly she is, because Haley Steinfeld's good-looking. So it's, you know, you start the whole movie off with like, well, she's just like one of the guys. She's spitting all over herself, and she's waking up in the morning and whatever. You've got the awkward parents, which the awkward parents are not as fun as the awkward parents were in the first movie. Mind you, the first movie... That was the last time that the awkward parents were funny because the second time around they did the whole pop brownie thing and it was really stupid. Uh, these parents suck. You've got the annoying little kid. That's not a parent, obviously, but the annoying little kid brother is just a pain in the ass. He's just not fun. And by the way, if you're interested in the uh, little kid perspective of this, I saw the movie with little kids in the theater right next to me. And they did not give a shit about the same kind of things. So, uh, you know, the little kid parts of this movie, they weren't sitting there going like, wow, this is like an ersatz version of me. I understand. And this was, you know, my window through the movie or something. No, they were not paying any attention to this. So it's not just because I'm a 31-year-old dude that I don't care. It's the little kid just doesn't uh, serve any purpose. Um, the stepdad is a generic type of, oh, he's not a bad guy, but he just doesn't get it. Oh, isn't that funny that dumb old Ron, you know, oh, stepdad's dumb. 
The mom's a pain in the ass in a lot of different ways. She just is complaining the whole movie about everything, and by the end of the movie, I'm supposed to care about her or something? It's just stupid. Everybody's hollow in the film. Like, the love interest the boy is like, oh, I'm a nerd, 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 but he's not really a nerdy. He's just telling you he's a nerd. Like, a lot of people just say things in this movie because that's the way to get the point across. Like, I miss my dad. Okay, I get it that you miss your dad. I, uh, you know, she doesn't think that you're a nerd. Oh, but you are a nerd. All right, I'm supposed to buy that the kid's a nerd. We haven't seen him do anything nerdy at all in the entire movie, but apparently he's a nerd. Uh, you know, it's everybody's so hollow. Everybody's a stereotype. They're just placeholder people. And you can tell that they were written in that way, that it was just sort of like, why don't we make a statement here about how you don't always have to smile because maybe you haven't gotten over tragedy yet. And that'll speak to those kids, those tweens. And how do we get a point that point across? Well, we'll have a, a mom who just doesn't quite understand, you know? And we'll have the military guy who just doesn't quite understand that that's the, the good person here. And he's just going to be gung-ho and want to shoot everything. And we'll introduce you to the character and make you like him at the beginning of it for no reason. Just because it's John Cena, I guess. And if you, you don't follow Fanboys Anonymous too much, then you might not know this. But Smart Cow Moment is my wrestling side of things. So, uh, of course, I've talked more about John Cena in that regard than in the movies. But... John Cena was one of the only ones that I actually bought as, like, a decent enough actor in this, which is really strange. Haley Steinfeld's fine. Everybody else I really didn't like. Um, the villains are just, like, they're villains because they're villains, you know. There's a line in the movie where he says, oh, they call themselves Decepticons. Isn't that ring any bells or isn't that uh, sound any alarms or whatever the hell the line is? And it's like, yeah, they're Decepticons. You might as well call them, like, Eviltrons and stuff like that because it's just bland and generic. And uh, the jokes are bland. They're not fun. The music is not as good as what the other movies were because they had Steve Jablonski, and Steve Jablonski actually does a damn good job. And those films, they have some amazing score uh this like the main theme, the arrival to Earth in uh, the first Transformers movie, that is a brilliant piece of music in so many different ways. And you know the Lincoln Park stuff, you can't have Lincoln Park anymore. But it's almost like they just like uh, put on a Spotify playlist of eighties music, and they were like, "Ah, eh, that'll work." You know, you've got the touch and different things like that. And then the rest of it, the score is just so it blends into the background and it, it doesn't stand out at all in any kind of positive way. Uh, the special effects are good, like, that's fine, you know, they keep getting better and better, but that's because technology keeps advancing, so there shouldn't be a problem with that, it's just that the characters suck, and the story was bland, and they didn't do anything at all that they should have done to really make this its own film. I walked away with this movie feeling like, I can look through the cast list, and it's, the main character is Charlie. Oh, wouldn't that be interesting if the tomboy girl has a boyish name? <sighs> Come on, you're not even fucking trying. Agent Burns, let's make the bad guy, you know, he's got to have a stern name like that. Uh, let's give the dork some kind of a different quirky name. He's Memo, isn't that fun? How about we get the stereotypical hot blonde uh, bitchy chick 
who is, I don't even know her fucking name in the movie because Tina, because these characters, Trip was the name of the douchey, popular, good looking, dark haired dude who of course is like, he's got three scenes in the movie or whatever. And all, all those scenes is him just taking a shirt off. It was just like, this is the type of crap that they criticize the other movies for because of the shots of, uh, God, what's her face? Uh, Megan Fox. And it's like, okay, we get it. She's supposed to be the hot eye candy. And then you've got like, well, let's throw these other characters in there. And then Maha, you're a dork, you're a nerd, your dad's dead and all this other kind of stuff. It's just like, uh, they're not trying. Like these people that write these movies are just not doing a great job. And let me see who actually wrote the film because I, I'm curious if that person or those people, uh, okay. So there it's a uh, Christina Hodson. So I'm wondering if she just copied and pasted and changed it to, uh, you know, a couple little things here. If that's something that's like a regular thing with her, cause she doesn't have a whole lot of movie credits. The fact that she's working on Birds of Prey and she thought of that idea of the Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. I already think that this movie, this Birds of Prey movie, is going to be a train wreck. And now that I've watched Bumblebee, now I have even less faith in it. So I really don't know what positives I can say here. Normally, I like to try to go, that was a hit, that was a miss. I think pretty much every single thing about this movie was a miss. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen. It's not something that I'm going to be so adamantly hating or anything like that. I didn't hate the movie. It's just that there's nothing good about it. It's just generic, bland crap. And it is better than the previous ones because it's just not as offensively bad. But it bugs me that people are giving it more credit than they should. So... I guess the only positive I can say here is the special effects are good. That is a hit. Everything else, literally, everything else is a miss. And it comes down to the script, the dialogue, the acting, the characters, the plot. Everything is a miss. Uh, it's If you want to watch a good Transformers movie and you want to watch a better version of this movie in particular, watch the first movie and then end it there. Just don't watch any, anything else. That's your best experience for the Transformers franchise. So, yeah, this is a miss for me. Uh, I want to know what you guys have to say about this. If you watched the film, by all means, whether you agree or you disagree with me, leave your comments below and tell me what you thought. Uh, I guess that's all I have to say. So, if you are interested in more review points and more content in general, hit that subscribe button and ring the bell for the notifications. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter. You can also follow my personal account on Facebook and Twitter and you know all the other kind of things I'm working on on the side. If you want to show your support for fanboys and you want to motivate me to do more content like what I used to do, which was a whole lot more fun of like the group meeting podcasts and uh, audio commentary tracks for films and TV episodes and stuff like that, by all means, hit up the Patreon and uh, throw a buck my way or, you know, whatever else spare change that you have. There's also the Tee Public and the uh, Red Bubble shops if you're interested in merchandise. And you can just sort of start clicking around and find articles all over the place and uh, whatever types of stuff that I got going on. So just stay tuned to fanboysanonymous.com and you will see whatever is happening there over on the site. Thank you for listening to this, everybody. This is going to be the final review point of the year. So... 
Thank you as well for joining me for 2018. Hopefully 2019 has as many of the goods, uh, but even more. You know, we get another Avengers movie coming up and we get some other good things like that. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. So I'll be seeing you then. Uh, I should be saying Autobots roll out to end this, but I'm not that cheesy. So (laughs) Uh, adios for now, everybody. It's time for me to geek out.